0: Hello and welcome to the Cherry Blossom Cafe Podcast. I'm your host, Lynn Williams. This show is all about uncovering life's mysteries about money. If you've ever wondered how other people manage their money or the money mistakes they've made, well that's exactly what we're going to talk about here. We'll uncover these mysteries and more. On this episode, we talk to Kendall Ansell. Kendall is an award-winning design expert. She has provided insight and tips on seasonal trends and easy renovation projects in Western Living, BC Living, the Vancouver Sun, and others. She's designed a capsule collection of pillows with Jou Design. She has also collaborated with such brands as Hono Mobo, the Vancouver Home and Design Show, the BC Home and Garden Show, and Flowform Interiors. With a growing team of passionate, creative individuals, Kendall has continued to develop her business as a leading interior design firm that creates dream spaces for her clients. But today, she's going to share with us how she looks at money, and we're excited to have her with us today. Welcome, Kendall. Okay, great. It's great to have you here today, Kendall, and we like to get off with the first question being, what was your first job?
1: Yes, this is a, a really interesting one. My very first job was at a w Woohoo, that's great. Yes, <laughs> fast food. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I think I started, but like, I feel like back then you could get your parents to sign for you to start working. Oh, right. So yeah. it was, like, before
0: 16. Oh, good for you.
1: Yeah, and it was only because it filled time yeah life was a bit boring
0: so. so you mean it wasn't your lifetime ambition to be working at yeah. A&W well
1: mm, yeah. yeah no it was fun my and friends worked there yes yeah, so I was gonna
0: say were your friends working there because that's yeah yeah um a little known secret about me is I started at McDonald's because my friend oh. said do you want to work and I said sure yeah. so that's how I got started at McDonald's so that was great yeah totally and yeah. it was great grounding because they're a great training grounds so that was
1: that was good and you know you got to be on time and look professional and yeah you have to handle money it's good Mm -hmm. it's good all around I think
0: oh great yeah but then how did you get started in your um, business and and your profession Mm -hmm. of interior design yeah Yeah.
1: so um if I'm sure if you've read a bio about me you can see that my dad was in mm-hmm. construction yeah. so my brother and I as I say in most interviews were the cheap labor at the end of the broom or digging holes or you know helping lay baseboard um, those kinds of things so yeah. we definitely grew up uh, in kind of the building and construction industry and then go coming out of school I was like I want to a profession that's going to make me some money, so I'm going to become an accountant, which mm-hmm. I failed miserably at, <laughs> and um, ended up taking a few nighttime drafting classes oh, cool. um, and fell in love with that. So that's kind of the kind of the gateway of how I ended up at Kwantlen for drafting, and then mm-hmm. soon interior design after that.
0: Oh, great! And then, what was yeah. your first job in interior design? Was
1: yeah, know. that's a good question. I think my first job would have been at Olympia Tile. Okay. Yeah. And I really enjoyed working there because you kind of got to see um, bits and pieces of everybody's project. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, got to meet a few people in the industry and, you know, kind of really figure out what was going on um, kind of in the building community Mm -hmm. from that side of the industry.
0: Oh, exciting. Yeah. 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 And you would have yeah. seen some beautiful things too. With tiles, can be absolutely yes. stunningly beautiful. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and the cool thing about Olympia is it's kind of sits in that middle ground price to low price point. So mm-hmm. you do get, you know, you have stuff for people that is affordable, but then you can also kind of go a little upscale with them as well. Just mm-hmm. cool. Yeah,
0: great. Yeah. yeah, great insight for your own business mm-hmm. too. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So then, once you started gaining momentum in your career. Then how did you handle your money?
1: <laughs> Great question, Lynn. <laughs> As my financial advisor. Yes, no, I know. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> so the word um, wealth, I guess, to me is is not um, necessarily in the the money, the the mm. actual money, but mm, it's that's more a in very good
0: point, Kim. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, the team. Um, being able to build a team, being able to have an office space that that can handle growth. You know, like my first office space, it was a desk in a communal shared workspace mm-hmm. um, where I could have, you know, no, no samples, no binders. Like I just had a work surface. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, you know, my version of wealth is definitely being able to have a home base that is consistent and have, you know, great staff members that's kind of how um what I've done with Mm -hmm. the wealth part of it
0: Mm -hmm. that's great and I think that's a really good point too that you're positioning yourself for further growth
1: Mm -hmm. yeah for sure and um you know now we're people are getting to know us so we have um some sponsorships going on um with Urban Barn and we've kind of been working with those guys so that's you know Again, building that wealth,
0: mm-hmm. that, yeah. that inner wealth. That yeah. I have. yeah, yeah, and building mm-hmm. relationships too. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, over the years, were there any big money mistakes? <laughs>
1: um, no, there's never any mistakes. No. There's just there's some accidents, but yes. mistakes, <laughs> and maybe um, some lessons. You know what? I think that early on, I didn't invest um, greatly enough in photography. Mm. Um, I didn't invest, um, enough in like website development, um, kind of overall graphic design, overall presentations. I I think a a big thing that people, uh, young business owners do is they, their contracts aren't looked over by, you know, their lawyers or Mm. a lawyer at all. Um, so those are just little things that I feel like, you know, having a good accountant, having, um, contracts that are, that are, that are solid and actually pertain to your business instead Mm. of something off the internet. I mean, those are all kind of like mistakes I would say early on. And that's just from lack of knowledge and Mm -hmm. no, those are. Yeah.
0: And it's seeking help where you may not have strengths is a really good point.
1: Totally. And I think, um, yeah, it's it's knowing that you I'm never going to be good at that stuff and just kind of letting that go, mm-hmm. letting yeah. someone else do it.
0: Yeah, so that's mm-hmm. and that's really good too. Just being honest with yourself about where your strengths are, what you have time yeah. for, what you really want to do, what you really want to learn, and mm-hmm. and pass other things off to other people who it's their strength.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Cool. So those I would say are my my. Um, big mistakes but I feel like they're learning mistakes Mm -hmm. Um, and fortunately not something that's talked about a lot in business Mm -hmm. you know what people I think this is a great question because you know what did you do wrong early on I think we're all still doing things incorrectly in different areas but those are just some I would say growing like things about growth that you know you kind of clue into
0: Mm -hmm. yeah for sure that's great so do you have an investing philosophy
1: (laughs) Um, I think my, my biggest one is just investing in the people Mm -hmm. that are around me. Yeah. 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 And, and because they're the most important, Mm -hmm. um, thing that, that the business has and, um, treating them fairly and respectively is is the most important thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And it will help you to grow too, you know, for the future. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you have a take on philanthropy or giving back?
1: Um, I do. It's something that's actually come up a lot lately. Um, you know, what are you going to be involved in? What are you going to be doing? You know, you always need to be giving back. Um, and recently, um, taking part and being on the loud, uh, foundation Mm -hmm. was a big thing for me. Um, and, you know, kind of involving myself just in community and, um, You know, kind of what makes Vancouver and the Lower Mainland, Vancouver and Lower Mainland, Um, being in the GPHBA, all those things Mm -hmm. is kind of my my give back. I'm going to be um, looking at some things in the future because I went through a bout of um, postpartum with my Mm -hmm. child. So Mm -hmm. we're kind of looking at a few different avenues um, Mm
0: -hmm. for
1: for the postpartum society Mm -hmm. as well.
0: And so for people who don't know about the Loud Foundation, what what's that? What is the Loud mm-hmm. Foundation? Yeah.
1: yeah, so it's um, the Business Foundation for the LGBTQ community. And um, it is based in Vancouver, and they have really great business events. Um, they have really great community events. You can find them at Pride. Uh, Surrey Pride is actually coming up. You can find them um, kind of participating in LGBTQ community events. And it's a really... Um, a really great organization for people in business, um, especially young professionals in business, because you can really get some great um, connections.
0: Mm, okay, great. And then you mentioned uh, GBHA. Well, yeah. Um,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's the Greater Vancouver Home Builders Association. Okay, great. Yeah. So that's, yeah, so that's we take part um, and try to be involved in, in what they're up to as well.
0: Okay, great. That's awesome. So, yeah. Good. Good. So now that you have children,
1: mm-hmm.
0: have, how have they factored into your
1: financial planning? Um, yeah, for sure. I think that this is, again, a question that kind of um, is one of those money mistake things. Is Again, it's f- investing in um, people to help me kind of do my day-to-day so that I'm able to spend more time with him. Um, I think there was definitely a give up of, of some of the things that I used to do for the business that I'm just not able to do anymore. Um, and you know, that obviously is, is giving up some of my hours spent on the business and, mm-hmm. and things like that. But I think it's just about finding a healthy balance between home and, and, um, being with my kid
0: mm-hmm. and,
1: you know, being with my other kid, which is my business.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's a really good way of putting it. It really is, uh, you know, becomes a baby, with, then grows up a little bit and um, mm. becomes demanding. And, yes. Um, as a toddler and then as a young person and as a teenager, yeah.
1: Same. Yeah, no, yeah, for very sure. Very similar.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I would say that, you know, I definitely with my type of business, financial planning and is just mainly just moving the responsibilities that I have. Um, to the business and kind of delegating them to different people so mm-hmm. that I can spend more time with Fraser
0: mm-hmm. that's awesome mm-hmm. so you know down the track you know one piece of advice you'd like to give Fraser um, mm-hmm.
1: yeah I think that the biggest thing is just to, to follow um, your passion and your dream and I think following your dream and your passion then you'll always be wealthy and you'll always be happy
0: That's, yeah, that's good. I mean, there's also the burden of choice, which can be very difficult if, you know, to try and choose what that that future path or that future dream might be. Um,
1: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I think a lot of people have a lot of passions, um, but they're probably, you know, and they can probably use their passions in different ways. Um, But I think as long as you're doing that, then he will forever be happy. Mm -hmm. Even if right now he looks like he belongs in the circus because he's a toddler. But (laughs) We will be very happy in the circus.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. So is there any advice that you'd give to your younger self about money? Um,
1: that's a really good question. I think that I, um, I think I didn't financially plan and budget enough as a younger <laughs> person. At one point I was working, um, a few different jobs. I worked, uh, with, at Rogers Arena. Mm -hmm. I worked, um, selling lighting and plumbing. Um, so I was doing like, you know, Rogers Arena at night and then like working full-time during the day. And, you know, I really should have been putting aside more, um, and kind of budgeting better. Mm -hmm. And that's just something that I didn't really clue in, in my early twenties. And I, I kind of wish, you know, I would have put some of the, those more fine, like foundation pieces in place for mm-hmm. later life. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's a really great observation because we start to earn money, start to feel mm-hmm. like we're flush with cash. We start to feel like yeah. we're going to live forever as well. And this is just going to be the way it is. But then we start to get responsibilities or like yourself, you take, you started, you start a business, you know, you, mm-hmm. you, um, things ebb and flow that we don't necessarily plan for when we have a steady cash flow.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Good point. So, I, yeah, I think that, um, like, I did start when I was younger putting away a little bit, as you know, a little bit of money into mm-hmm. my RRSP mm-hmm. every month. Yeah. And that was just something that I read in, like, a How to Be Rich by 30 book or something like
0: that.
1: Mm. Um, so that definitely was, like, helped um, in purchasing my first house. But it's, you know, something that I think that not everybody gets that advice mm-hmm. and, you know, they don't think like, Oh, you know, I should only be going out for dinner twice a week and not three times a week. And if I did this with this money, I could get this and mm-hmm. just think there's not enough guidance. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, you know, you know, first move out of the house. You think you need everything. It's just a, a snowball. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: That's, those are yeah. some very, really good points. Yeah. Kendall. So now thinking forward mm-hmm. you know, to your future, you know, what, would advice would you want to give your older self about money?
1: Yeah. And I think that this is kind of the flip of this. And I think it's more about budgeting and future planning Mm -hmm. um, that, you know, you and I have talked about extensively, but Mm -hmm. um, kind of coming up with a plan of, and goals and, um, you know, planning for Fraser's future as well. Mm -hmm. And just kind of um, understanding like where we want to be in the next 20 years Mm -hmm. and kind of, what we see ourselves doing. I think that's something, you know, my husband and I have kind of come to the realization of once we moved, we've moved to a few different places and, and we've lived right in the middle of the city. And one thing we noticed is like, what do we do on weekends? Basically we like to cook meals and we like to go for walks and that doesn't necessarily necessarily need to happen in the city. Mm -hmm. So, which is why we don't live in the city anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think in the future, kind of like, what does the future look like? For us, and you know, activity wise, what we want to be doing, and just kind of planning it out
0: mm-hmm. a little bit better. Those are that's an excellent point because we often um, get so caught up in our day to day that we don't step back and say, What is it that we really like to do? Where, where does mm-hmm. you know, where do we really like to spend our time, and what where do we see that being able to do that best for us and our family? Um, it's, it's sometimes hard to. Um, you know, kind of take the time to do that and see that, which is a fantastic insight into mm-hmm. setting a future compass and then yeah. working towards it, yeah, which is
1: Yeah, for sure. I awesome. think if you love to hike and we're in North Van, that's the place for you, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, but if you love to hike and you're, for example, in Richmond, mm-hmm. well, maybe you should consider the move. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Really great points. So awesome. Well, I've just loved chatting to you today, Kendall. It's always great to um, hear from you and, and uh, thank you for taking the time. And yeah, I look forward to chatting very soon.
1: Thanks so much, Lynn. This was great.
0: Well, that's it for today. Thank you for listening to the Cherry Blossom Cafe podcast. You can check out the notes below for links related to this podcast If there is someone you'd like us to interview, we'd love to hear from you. Visit our website, lifestyleprotector.ca, for contact information and more episodes.